welcome to Not the Only Kids in the Hall podcast, the podcast where we talk about episodes of Kids in the Hall, and we're we're just we're talking about the new season. We're skipping over uh, about four years of Kids in the Hall episodes and going straight to the new the new stuff. I mean, uh, I assume it all sucks. Very greedy of us. I feel like we're just <laughs> skipping to dessert and ignoring our salad. You know. Well, it's, it's to get all those listeners that we're reeling in, right? I mean, that's the whole point of what we're doing. We have been getting <laughs> more listeners. listeners. We have been getting more listeners because of the new season. Not a substantial amount, but uh, we did get. How more do you know, time. Nick? How many people are listening? He's got to the our stats. Podcast? He keeps it not, from us. I, yeah, I, tell I us. Tell us. I keep them from me. Well, no, we'll we'll talk about it off the air because it's <laughs> so low. <laughs> Why? <laughs> fair, fair, fair. We got some okay. feedback though. We, uh, Matt, who's emailed us before, he emailed us to tell. He said, "Glad you guys kind of mostly enjoyed enjoyed it." Did he <laughs> You think that yeah, sums it up? That. Yeah, most kind of mostly enjoyed it. Uh, he also oh, yeah. mentioned that uh, the the aliens. Do you remember the aliens that appeared in, in one of the sketches? Yes, I do. Yeah. The, oh, they're recurring. Was that? It was, was uh, that? it was like was a it blackout the at the end of uh, God. What were the? Was it the I pie sketch? To... It was Kevin. I don't remember. I think it might have been the pie sketch. Uh, aliens came at the end of the Kathy sketch. That's right. Yes. Okay. The Kathy sketch. Um, yeah, anyway, they, they, those two characters, uh, yeah, Kevin and Dave as aliens, they'd appeared before. So the first uh, part of this, uh, just so, so I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm all up to date here. This is a recap of our previous episode. I'm just, I'm, it's, <laughs> this is like kind of a listener feedback section. Oh, okay, okay. I'm talking about <laughs> it's just Matt. Matt giving us his feedback. Did Matt leave a five star review on uh, most platforms hmm. that this podcast so. is hosted Matt, you, on? Because please if you do if you haven't. Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can. We'd love to get a five star review. And maybe we should set up some kind of deal. You know, if somebody I disagree, writes a, Matt, I okay. think you should give us the review you think we deserve. I'm not going to peer pressure you into giving us a five star review. We might not have earned it. Let's be fair to him. Well, Let him express. Himself. I think if someone gives us a review and they send us an email, we should we should either, you know, read their name on the air or, you know, someone in a towel gives them a, uh, you know, gets to touch them or they get to touch us or some sort of Kith related prize. Jared, go to jail. I'm just saying it's a, it's what happens in this show. I'm not making it up out of nothing. <laughs> if you do you know if you if you do, uh, if this entices anybody to write a review, uh, <laughs> yeah, write a review. In a towel. Oh, you can touch me in a towel. I think we're trying to get hmm. people to write reviews, not uh, you know, shield them away. <laughs> but, but I do know. think we have said Matt's name a number of times on air, so I don't know if that's really. Oh, the, it's uh, not a huge the allure that it. But for, forget <laughs> about think. forget about Matt. If anybody out there does want their name read on the air for some <laughs> forget reason, about uh, you, Matt. Right, write a review. We'll read the review on the air, even if maybe not as a bad one because whatever. But but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Well, and uh, and feel free to send us uh, an email to kidsinthepod at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think about the new episodes. Uh, we'll be talking about episode three pretty soon. I'm I'm sure. Uh, love to hear any thoughts on episode three in particular, or any of the episodes in general. I, I just wanted to cl- uh, cl- uh, finish out this email. Matt said. I just wanted, wanted to give you guys his thoughts on the new season. He says, I've watched six out of eight episodes so far. There's some really good sketches, but yeah, I missed the live aspect and the laugh track especially. That would go a long way to make it making it feel more like his in the hall. So I agree with that. That's kind of... Mm, yeah, I agree too. And I really noticed the lack of a laugh, a laugh track in this episode in a way I didn't necessarily in the first one because I was so excited. Mm. And we were also all watching together. So I guess we had each other 
I was reading the left track. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You were all alone for this viewing experience. <laughs> yeah, I was just dead alone. silent in my room for <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> I was reading an interview with the with the with the kids, and apparently there was like something they debated whether they would do live sketches or not, and whether they would shoot shoot them live. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Mark McKinney and Scott Thompson wanted to do it live. Everybody else was kind of against it, but then just because mm-hmm. of COVID, they just didn't even have to make a decision. It was just. Oh, interesting, interesting. interesting. Well, did, were they shooting this, I, I would assume, mostly during 2021, um, not 2020, right? So it's, I don't know, I, I guess know. it was still in a sort of an in-between period there where they were just scared that it would come back and fuck them up. Yeah, probably. It was probably well, just, I mean, if you remember, like, during most of 2021, like, they didn't even have audiences for late night shows, right? Hmm. Do, do they have audiences now? Yeah. Sure they do, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure they do, of course. Well, um, SNL and shit. I mean, I don't know if you, I guess, I don't know if you watch, but people are there. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think, right, you know, it's very right, strict right. and, and, uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, even the Daily Show, which I think was one of the last, uh, holdouts for an audience for a talk show just recently, welcome back studio audiences. So they're pretty full bore now, as, as far as I can tell. But again, that's now, and this was shot a year ago, mm. I assume. Well, hey, let's get into the episode. Well, I mean, first, I guess we have to go back in time to last week. <laughs> May 13th, 2022 when the new season debuted. Number 1 oh, in the no, charts I in the US. I just realized we're just going to be listening to these songs eight episodes straight, aren't we? There's no there's no change in the <laughs> charts from de- day to day or week to hmm. week. Or and I guess it all came out on the same day. So are we even tracking this, Nick? Are you just playing the same songs to us? I am tracking it by playing the same songs every time. <laughs> <laughs> this is As It Was this by Harry Styles. Uh, and that's number one in the U.S. I like the song. Number one in Canada, Wait For You, uh, featuring Drake. This is by Future, featuring Drake and Thames. Yeah, I mean, so, we've talked about Future, you know, Future's age, uh, how Amay is older than Future. Or is Future older than Amay? I don't remember. <laughs> I think we're the same age. Same age. Maybe same he's age. a year older. Um, I don't know what there could be, possibly be more to talk about with these artists, but... Uh, yeah, maybe they'll collab one day, Harry Styles and Future. How about that? I mean, has anybody thought about week... that? I could be a record producer, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe next week I'll bring in some Future Facts. But uh, Ooh, let's... Future Facts. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn a lot about Future on this journey. But let's talk Can't about wait. this uh, first sketch, which was called Speed Racer, featuring Bruce McCullough uh, as a man whose recliner uh, moves. <laughs> <laughs> Kleenex, remote, cheesies, full setup. What is she, an 04? 95. 200,000 miles on her. Corduroy wheels. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Mark McKinney is kind of a greaser, uh, car racer guy. Um, well, I enjoyed this sketch. To me, this felt like a classic Bruce McCullough sketch. Video sketch. One of the things that I uh, that I wrote down that I liked was it, so it has a happy ending where Bruce McCullough says he misses his wife and then 
he loses his recliner, but then he rides home with a with a new woman who is impressed by his recliner. I just thought that <laughs> that would have happened in the old Kiznall series. It would have been a sad ending. It would have just been I miss my wife. That would be mm. the end of it. What'd you guys think of this sketch? Uh, I don't know. It felt like they're talking a lot about being older, you know? Like, there's something about this that feels like an old guy thing, where, like, instead of the hot new car, they're like, yeah, these days all I want to do is sit in my lounge chair, and, like, that's where the <laughs> idea of this came from. Yeah, it, what if I treated my lounge chair like a convertible or something? It does feel like they're treating aging like they're all, like, Grandpa Simpson or something. Like, their entire <laughs> identity is, you know, I'm an old person, look how old I am sort of thing. And I kind of assumed the whole time, actually, that this couch biker, uh, which I think was basically the game couch biker, this character was recurring just because, you know, when I, when I, I, I assume the majority of them are, you know, to begin with, just because there are so many. And then also the whole thing sort of felt a little flat to me i don't know how else to describe it but like it was funny but just no 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 moments that really popped out at me it just felt sort of i don't know easy and kind of laid back maybe maybe to like a maze point it's just i'm kind of over the whole like isn't it funny that we're old sort of thing and maybe that's just coloring it for me but uh i don't know it was okay uh but I wasn't that into it. It didn't really. I thought the drag, like the race part, you know, was was fun, and the, when it sputtered out. But again, I wasn't really laughing. It know. didn't even sputter out, right? It was just like, I mean, obviously, this recliner is slower than his car. Well, it broke <laughs> I, down, I thought, right? Like it stopped. Did it break down? Or, I, I thought he just stopped eventually because it was he lost so. He, I think it had that classic, like you know, like the motor stopped that he slowed, came to a stop. Okay, this I'll take your word for it. Doesn't, okay, thank you, thank you. I, I did. But I, <laughs> you can review the tape right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're seconds away from when this occurs. Um, and then he loses, the, he loses the, the recliner because he they were racing for pink slips. But yeah, yes. it, like, look, it's just immediately so much slower than the car. Take a listen, like he, Take a he listen. had no chance. He had no chance. Listen All to right, that let, motor okay, run. Let's, 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 let's hear it sputter. See to me, he like he pulls. Oh, the like he stops manually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Because oh, it's just he lost. <laughs> like because he was, he immediately he just lost. pulls up the emergency brake, I guess. And that and that that's a little fun mapping there. I guess the lever to lean back on your recliner is the emergency brake. I mean, I, that's I, about I, the level of humor I thought was in this sketch. <laughs> it to like, me, it's funny just having guys, a chair car. To me, it's funny that you guys think of. I mean, not funny. It's to me, it's Sad. it's. It's to me. I didn't think of this, this as a kids and all sketch about them being old because to me this is a kind of a character that I could have seen Bruce McCullough doing, even when they were younger. Just kind of, he tended to play sad people, I guess is, is how I think of it. But but you don't associate like a lounge chair that goes back like that with older people with a little like doily blanket on the back of it, and then also at the end there's like the old person scooter makes an appearance and that's, that's true. what he rides off into the sunset on i mean i associated with uh people like middle-aged people you know like a dad who's always on his recliner chair but to me that's like the kind of character da- uh, bruce mccullough would have been playing like i could have seen like a gourd from those fran and gourd sketches loving his recliner this you know just, i like, i have i want I've, I've always maybe it's the old man in me that i've i've always kind of wanted a recliner that you know 
is 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 there and I can sit in and enjoy and kind of get a little ass groove going and make it my own and lean back in. But anytime I mention getting a recliner to my now wife, um, she scowls and says, no, absolutely not. We won't be getting a recliner. I feel like it's not aesthetically pleasing to most people, but for but for certain people, it's it's like a standby. It's it's you need one. How do you guys feel in general about recliners? I do think they're very ugly, but I yes. love a comfortable chair. So <laughs> right. I you're, respect it. Yeah. Okay. It's so not torn. something it's not something I've ever thought about purchasing for myself, but my dad always had a recliner growing up and it was it was it usually matched the furniture, so I, I guess that's why. I mean, I just really like to lounge. I need like a fainting couch or like an ottoman to put my feet up on. I need to be able to oh, really just slump over and curve my spine permanently. And you're currently lounging. You know. You're exactly. <laughs> I'm a lounger. Do... Sitting up in a chair? No, thank you. Did Bye. you guys used to kind of go around uh, your local mall and hit up maybe the Sharper Image oh, or yeah. one of those places? The massage and, chairs. And just sit in the massage chairs all day. Yeah, that's no. a, that was a big thing for me. But long ago when Barnes and Noble was taking over the city and putting all the little independent bookstores out of business, they used to have big comfortable chairs everywhere. And oh, they yeah. slowly like excise them. Did they get rid of those? Um, that was that was yeah. we used to go to the Barnes and Noble or, or the borders like pretty much every Sunday. My family and I we would just sit around and read books <laughs> on the big chairs. I'm yeah. sad that those are gone. Yeah, I know. All right. Well let's watch a little clip from this next sketch drop average. A drop average is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It is the average amount of times during the delivery of a newborn that there is droppage. You drop babies? Does a bear shit in the woods? Or a more apt question would be, does a doctor drop a newborn baby in the delivery room? And the answers are yes and yes. Hmm. Now, the national drop average is 57%. So more than half the time. That's right. But my drop average, 39%. So for every 100 babies you deliver, you drop 39 on the floor. Yes, I do. Um, to me, this was the most obvious sketch where the, where this is a sketch where the lack of laugh track or la- lack of audience was most obvious. <laughs> like this clear, yeah, like this should have been, been a live scene. there, these jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of these jokes, I really felt the silence of the no audience very much because I think people would have laughed at the drop. How does he describe it? Drop percentage or whatever. Drop average. Drop average. I think people in the audience would have giggled at that, like realizing it's the setup to what's happening. Mm-hmm. But as it is, it just feels like, oh, he drops the baby. And then like their actual response feels so long and measured. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like too long it does remind you how like in the live shows they do tend to you know not only in general go for those like irreverent or inappropriate you know taboo subjects but when they do hit them you're right they sort of like land a line on it and then like wait a beat for the audience to go oh oh like to have that like half laughter half like you know i'm scared that you guys are talking about this moment and that definitely would have happened here and it definitely didn't. <laughs> but, but, you know, I kind of liked the sketch. I thought the premise was good. I thought the game of baby dropping statistics was fun. Were you guys on board with this? I mean. Yeah, I actually like the sketch a lot. I just wish it had been shot live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if it was shot live. I mean, I enjoyed parts of it. I thought it was fun when they were throwing baby around. But again, that was a moment where like people would have really been yes. delighting in yes. it and laughing and stuff. That was like, yes. that would have been great to see the 
that that was in they come back to the sketch later in the episode and he's tossing a tossing the at, during the birth he's tossing the baby around trying to catch it uh swinging her with the umbilical cord uh, yeah yeah some other stuff I, I liked uh just kind of a throwaway line he said he was on the jimmy fallon show to talk about his drop average <laughs> They don't get more famous than Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's funny. Know. That that actually somewhat bothered me in the same way that like the Pete Davidson appearance last episode bothered me. Like it felt very um you know, not sycophantic, but just like you know, it's all in that Lorne sort of mm, network. That's and true. Web, it is right. It is like And a, they yeah. just were on the Jimmy Fallon show to promote this new revival. And it just felt a little bit too to me, they, to me, it seemed like they were making fun of Jimmy Fallon, but maybe I was uh, interpreting that incorrectly. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe they they were. If you asked them, they would say yes. But but it did almost feel like a a fun sort of shout out to me. But I also liked the uh, when they had the big baby doll and Dave Foley was like, <laughs> "Is your penis bigger than the stall?" And he's like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Way oh bigger. yeah, much bigger, much bigger. Yeah. And then she's like, "Not the doll's penis. Is it bigger than the doll?" And he's like, "Oh no, much, much smaller." I thought that was <laughs> much smaller. <laughs> I did write that down. That was very funny. Um, oh, and when he starts, I, when Foley's character takes out a cigarette and says, uh, "You mind if I smoke?" and uh, then he just keeps smoking. And then Kevin's character is, like, "Why did you bother asking if I mind?" It's so funny. Curiosity? It's like you're reading my phone. <laughs> Nick, I, I wrote that down exactly too. That was another one of my favorite jokes. Um, you know, the sketch solid did make jokes. me. I, I yeah, thought this was this to me. This is this felt like a Dave Foley sketch, just solidly written, uh, good premise, funny stuff. Well, and I, and I did like how they you know played it out um, to you know where, where where they actually have the doll, and then they he covers the doll in slime, and then he throws this slime covered doll to Thompson, and Thompson can't handle it. Like it did make me think of those you know CPR baby dolls that you practice on. And uh, but is there any situation where I guess you wouldn't like practice this, but a, but a doctor giving birth and like maybe it's the first like when you're in med school and you're training for that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> do they do any is there some sort of doll or do they put stuff on the doll like to simulate what it's like i mean because it does it almost struck me as like uh, logical in a way which was making me laugh i thought it was i don't know it was just funny it was a good idea to cover the doll and slime and it's like oh see you can't hold it you know he's slipping all over i thought it was funny it must be fun. yeah it must be tough your first time uh having to catch a baby maybe it's instinctual i mean maybe because we're you know you see it, for, you grab it, you move yeah. on. Yeah. Well, Amay, what, 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 what do you think? How do you think doctors... Would I catch a baby yeah. instinctually? Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm a woman, so obviously, yeah. <laughs> no amount of slime could escape your oh, grasp. Slime could stop me. <laughs> Let's watch a clip from The Last Glory Hole, The Return of Buddy Cole. Here he is, Nick. It's true. Well, how the hell did you get here? Well, when they tore the place down, the workers decided to put me here as a joke. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense. But how can you talk? Well, a few years ago, around the half millionth cum shot, I figured I achieved consciousness. I didn't say much for the longest time. Well, understandable, your mouth was so full. But why talk now? Because what the gods had predicted has come true. I am the last glory hole. The titular line of the sketch there. Um, 
Yeah, I, so it was nice seeing Buddy Cole again. Uh, I would I think I would have liked to have seen him behind the bar, but maybe this was a setup for when we're going to see him behind the bar next because doesn't it end with him behind the bar after he makes a wish? So Yeah, but I am getting concerned that um that because of the whole live audience thing, which we've covered extensively, um I don't think that they're going to end up really doing monologues. I fear that yeah. they find that like that's more of a live format and it just they wouldn't know how to pull that off film because I don't well, know. I, I mean, been... how do you not debut this character in a monologue unless, you know what I mean? Did you think this was supposed to be Buddy Cole? Oh yeah, they call him Buddy. Oh, 100%. A few yeah. Times. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. <laughs> um that. Yeah, I think yeah, they call him Buddy and stuff. And is that Bellini again with the towel on the towel? Once yes, that's, in the, in the... that was Bellini behind the glory hole, and when he takes off his towel, yeah. he has another towel underneath it. I thought wow. that was very funny. Lots of Bellini. Yeah, the double <laughs> towel, great gag. Um, yeah, it's funny, the last glory hole, I would think the game, though, would be glory hole reunion, right? It felt like the, the, the crux of the sketch was, you know, him reminiscing on the glory hole and the fact that they're back and they're talking about it. The fact that it was the last one almost felt, like, tacked on in a way. I thought it was kind of... You know, a funny observation, but they sort of like ran with it almost too hard. It was funny that they ended up with the queen. It looked like it was almost like, all right, let's just run through Scott's impressions now. (laughs) Or like, let's just find a way to have him do it all or all the funny things we remember him doing. What did you guys think of the queen in this one? Did that, were you into that or? I I thought, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say that uh, I think. For me, this sketch was so strong when they discover the glory hole and like he's looking through it and what isn't on the other yeah. side. But like the stuff on the, the book ending, it didn't really work for me. It wasn't as like funny. It just seemed kind of random. Though I did like, I don't know. I guess I was confused about the reality of it or what it was supposed to be saying. Like, why did he like, what was the catch that he went back to the bar? I didn't understand really. Well, no, he, at the on. end, I think he like made a wish and his wish was for the bar to be open again, I think. I know, but like, why is that a bad thing? Isn't the point that there was a catch and the glory hole actually was evil or something? Oh, I didn't think so. But wait, wait I yeah. guess we can. I, I was also confused at the end where he says deja vu vu and <laughs> he's back in the bar and like then it ends. I, I, I didn't. May I, I, I didn't. I, I must have missed something. I, I guess I thought, oh, he's he's back. Uh, and now maybe we'll see Buddy Cole behind the bar at some point. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I interpreted it, but but he's back because the this current present day buddy put his penis in the last glory hole, and so like his spirit or something, or he was transported back well, let, to the let's, bar. I, I thought it was he got a wish. Well, let's let's watch it real quick. Oh, we got a wish. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Now stick it in and make a wish. Deja vu vu. Yeah, so I, I think he just he got his wish. His, his, his wish bar was open just again. go back, do mm. it again. Right, right, right. I don't think go okay. back. I think it's just his bars. It's still present day. Oh, okay. Right, saying. right, right. Now, how but about they, this actor playing Dimitri? Is this somebody we're supposed to know? Uh, I looked him up. I, I think he is just uh, he's just an actor. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to just 
knock a guy's acting or anything, but he <laughs> <laughs> seemed like someone's friend. I he, don't know. He it did. Was a weird. He did. It, it felt choice. like an intern kind of got a big opportunity or something. Um, his name is um, Oscar Moreno. He's been on. He was on Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which I don't know what that is. Hmm. Weird. Uh, but just as a, he just had a a role in one episode on that. Uh, yeah, he's. I think he's just probably a Canadian actor. I say Canadian. He might not be Canadian. I don't even know if they shot this in Canada. <laughs> We're just full oh, of information. From Colombia, Bogota, Colombia. So hmm. cool. A lot to know about this guy. Yeah. Um well anyway, not a fan. <laughs> 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 um no, but the sketch was okay. Um yeah, I, I hope you're right, gotten... Nick. I, I hope this I hope this sets up, you know more monologues from his bar I, I hope that's the whole idea but we'll see yeah i'd love to see him on luck on the bar i don't think they're from because i've been kind of looking at the feedback online to these episodes and it seems like there aren't going to be any monologues really but maybe there's a buddy mm. monologue. maybe that's the exception i don't know but a lot of people are the complaints on this new season are no monologues and no live audience those are the ones i've seen a lot but uh yeah generally it seems to be pretty well received but Let's move on to this next sketch. Imaginary girlfriend. Play a clip. You've been imagining my imaginary girlfriend? Well, so it's been you all along, huh? Oh, you got it all wrong. Oh, do I have it all wrong? No, why don't you describe it to me, huh? What was it like, huh? Did you imagine her fucking you like an animal? Huh, is that it? Huh? Did you imagine her digging your fingernails into the small of your back and crying out your name as she came? Well, I am now. Uh, that's a pretty funny reaction from Kevin. Um, this it was a, very, it reminded me so much of Mike Myers, that reaction. It was a very, like you see even his face now in that frozen frame, like, well, I am now. And then that like lean over sort of thing, like after the fact it felt maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Well, they, I mean, they all came up together. They worked with Mike Myers at second city. I think Dave and Kevin specifically. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe they, they gleaned some of that together. But uh, yeah, this was one that was actually a live sketch on their reunion tour, one of their reunion tours. I found a version of it from like 20, from 11 years ago, I think. Um, so they've been performing a version of this live for a while. And it definitely was one that felt like it could have been a live scene. Um, yeah, I really liked this sketch in general, though. I think the description of the coming thing, for some reason, really gross. <laughs> I was like, Kevin McDonald coming gross, grossed you out, you said? <laughs> no, it's some woman coming because Kevin McDonald Oh, yeah, his ima- well, him imagining it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him imagining him doing that. Uh, but I just thought it was well acted by both of them. And the random button with the woman who's not imaginary to me all made me laugh. <laughs> that was a very funny uh, choice. Yeah, that's I funny. You think she's not imaginary? I, I thought she was. He does. I, he says to her, you need to go. Camille's coming. No, but I thought they were both. I thought Camille and her were imaginary. But maybe I'm. Maybe no, I, I think guess. she's imaginary, too. But I just or like it's just funny because you think, oh, that's Camille. Yes, yeah. Yes. I think she was imaginary because she fades away. Yeah, but but uh, she yeah, but she yeah she, that I think what imagining the wrong exactly person right. is funny. Um, I really like the opening. I thought wait, that wait, that let was me really I cue that up. Let me because I, I do okay. I do like that a lot too, <laughs> and that was something from the live scene too from the live sketch. Hey man, I'm sorry about coming over at two o'clock in the morning drunk, but I, I just really needed to talk. But it's only ten and you're sober. Oh damn. Uh, okay. I'll go get drunk, and I'll be back in four hours. Okay. 
That could have been a blackout sketch too. Like that would have been fine on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I find like uh, that's sort of a missed opportunity in sketch. Uh, the sort of false start joke. That's that that's very funny and like sort of almost always unexpected. I feel like I want to see more of that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, this was a funny sketch. Um, I liked uh, one thing I wrote down was every time I imagine she's not with me, I can't stop thinking about her. I, I like I wrote this down too. Yeah. And then they kind of look at each other like, is that is that right? Does that make sense? And like, yeah, that, that that makes sense. That makes sense. And Foley goes, that that, that works. No, that works. That works. Yeah. He says. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It was you know clean, funny, um, good premise. Yeah, this one was pretty good. It's I mean it's it, it kind of makes sense when you say that they have been like doing it for you know, decades <laughs> and honing it and doing it in front of live audiences. And now they're bringing it back. I mean, like I could only, it's so funny that the cool thing about this show is that it's unique in that how many sketch teams or comedy teams are going to like start, you know, 30, whatever, 35 years ago, um, have a TV show, do some sketches, have live sketches before that, do live sketches during and after that, and then sort of take this long hiatus. It's like they have this, mass of material <laughs> that has been like put on stage and worked out in so many different ways over the years and now the fact that they're pulling just like let's see like looking in their you know old folders and being like yeah we could do this and now that we're seeing it today it just feels crazy to me is there any other example of like a comic who's or a sketch team that's been able to amass this sort of material and then like is still performing it and, and it just it's just wild to me uh, I mean, well, yeah, like Monty Python, I know, did some tours after they stopped doing the show and before, like, after the movies. But I think they just did the old scenes. I don't know if they ever actually went back and shot new versions because I, of them. I, I get it when you're starting out and it's like, you got this TV show. Like, we should do the our best live sketches on it. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. But to be like, <laughs> to take a 30-year yeah. break and be like... <laughs> Well, we did do this sketch in like 1995. It's like <laughs> you're not going to write new sketches. <laughs> well, I just I, think that's so interesting. I mean, I'm down. It's just I don't fascinating. Think, I don't think they've gone back and brought stuff back from the 90s. But th- this is just stuff like well, this, this is one like was, a 10 year old sketch. You said yeah, about right? 10 years. But yeah, that, that's not that. That's 25 years after the 90s. You know, or like 20 years after the 90s. But but uh, I know it's just interesting that for yeah, a yeah, new yeah. Amazon show and we're watching it filmed and it was written ten years. It's it's just a thing. And you only, only a lot, few, only a handful of sketches I think are from the live tours. I think most of them, most of these were written for the new series. But no, that's that is true. That's like it's crazy that they they've been they have so much so much time they spent together and so much material to go through. And you could tell on this one, like it is polished. It it's it's good. It hides yeah. well. And the, the the version in the live show that I saw, it's on YouTube. It seems like, I mean, it's not that different from this one either. But uh, let's move on to masturbation policy. Uh, this one, obviously. Well, the Catherine O'Hara thing we had. Oh, we right. The that? Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, we can watch. I'll go ahead and play that whole thing. That's very short. Better than the Pete Davidson one, I think. Mm-hmm. Charlie. I'm a huge fan of Kids in the Hall. Actually, I'm a huge fan of everything. Friends of Kids in the Hall, number 372, Charlene. So, I mean, really just, it's nice to see Catherine O'Hara, I guess. But. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's a very simple non-joke. It's like, I'm high. But, I mean, uh, I, it still makes me laugh. I think she's so good. 
You yeah. like Catherine O'Hara, on me? I do like her, but this didn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, look, we got Catherine O'Hara to do this. <laughs> I don't know. And do you think, again, did you I'm wondering, find it more... did, did you think she wrote this or pitched it? Or do you think they were just oh, like... an interesting thought. They think she just sat in front of a camera and said the first thing that came to her mind? Or do you think they wrote it for her and said, can you do this? I think that they wrote it for her. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't think so? I think so, too. And in fact, I probably am willing to bet that knowing that they have a bunch of cameos lined up, they maybe wrote like a bunch of them and gave certain people choices and just yeah. picked them. And I wouldn't think that they'd want to make these people like work. <laughs> well, I mean, it just like, seems so write a seems, piece to put on the show. It just seems so like barely anything. It just seems like they, to me, it just seemed like they said, yeah, just do whatever you want. Just see what, do what's fun. Cause I think that yeah. Pete Davidson one was basically just him describing his life, right? Like him living in Staten Island with his mom. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, but it did have kind of a very like kids in the hall vibe of like they doesn't McCullough have a character who like lives with his mom and the addict like the rocker character. It, it felt like maybe they want maybe they again, that was that whole thing, I think, where they were playing into the fact that he's Pete Davidson. It's like, well, we have sort of kids in the hall characters that are like Pete Davidson's real life. <laughs> Let's have <laughs> him do something like that. That's true. Um, I but- wonder. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Is coming down. I wonder if, if the if the future cameos are going to be more along the lines of Catherine O'Hara and people who you know were kind of doing comedy when they were doing comedy, or more new people, or if it's fifty fifty. And what do you guys think? And do either of you care? <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not sure how I would <laughs> have a, a guess on that. Seems like right now it's fifty fifty. I'll say it's probably going to be fifty fifty throughout. Okay, me too. Am I? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say fifty-fifty just to be safe. <laughs> I do think it's a it's a decision. Like you wanna, you're getting a bunch of celebrity cameos. You you sort of wanna represent yourself as like, well, let's see who are fans of us and sort of try. You know, it, it's 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 kind of a I don't know. I don't think it's completely, you know, coincidental. But yeah, no, I'm sure they. I'm sure like yeah, it's can't, who's the what are the biggest names we can get. And then right. <laughs> who are the people that appeal to younger people, I guess. That's probably what goes yeah. into it. Hmm. But hmm. anyway, let's watch Well, our... they probably figure with Shit's Creek, it's like, yeah, that's what everyone Oh, that's know. true. Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah. Maybe they got Eugene Levy. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's I watch a clip from the final sketch, Masturbation Policy. Got the Tubin uh, sketch. Unfortunate <laughs> incident during our last, our last Zoom meeting when, uh, well, Kazowski... Well, he started masturbating is what he did, and apparently he thought his camera was turned off, and although that that doesn't really explain why you'd masturbate in a meeting or why you'd keep winking at the camera. Shame. But anyway, out of a, an abundance of caution, we are going to be instituting some new masturbation policies here. And It kind of ends up like where we all figure it out. They all, they all masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when they all started masturbating. Um <laughs> No, I was not. But yeah, I do think that their like description of what is going on is pretty funny. That they made everybody drink nanobots. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that was funny. Thing. I mean, they could have easily been like, "We have a new sensor," <laughs> but instead, it's like you drink a bunch of little robots. I think that's funny. I did yeah. like that. I was also taken aback by the like the rashy ass reveal of <laughs> by McKinney. Was it right? Isn't that what it was? I or don't should, know. Did she was... have some? Ra- was it rashy? It was like all red and so to scratchy her ass, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, she did have a red ass. I thought it was maybe like 
she was into like you know kinky stuff and like like oh I, like someone had spanked her or something i guess that's yeah, it's possible more bloody yeah. And like uh yeah bloody i guess yeah <laughs> i don't know if this is i, I also th- was wondering is this do you think this is mark mckinney's butt or is it did he get like a a, a stage butt i think it's his butt yeah, yeah. Because he stands up, doesn't he? No, I, I, I remember thinking, oh, they, they cut away from Oh, they from cut. So oh, I, look at that. No, you're right. He's out of frame. It could be a stage Let Let me cut to just somebody walking stage in the frame. But. Oh, stage Cut back butt. to him sitting down. I, I think it is a stage butt. Um, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Very because, interesting. I mean, yeah. It probably would be too obviously old and male if, if it was Mark Rook. <laughs> Uh, well, like, I like the that reveal. Even matter? I <laughs> yeah, know. I'm sure it but, wouldn't matter. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> like, what? But maybe he just didn't want to show his own butt, which is interesting. Uh, I thought this sketch was kind of funny. I mean, I think it was very specific character choices all around. I did feel bad for the one extra who's the only woman in the scene having to pretend to masturbate while all these like gross old men are pretending to do the same thing. I'm just like, oh, that's so uncomfortable. But I did like how she was like, I don't feel safe. I like it. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah, I liked her ba, ba- uh, joke, too, where, like, someone yeah. said, "Give me, you know, you, you're my shepherd or something like that. But she was, I thought she yeah. was funny. Yeah, um, I thought she had some good lines. She, I also looked her up. She uh, is, I, I can't, I'm not sure whether she's in the, the main cast of this show called Tall Boys. It's like a Canadian sketch comedy show that Bruce McCullough produces. Mm. But if she's not on the main cast she's at least in a bunch of episodes playing different roles yeah and i saw some vulture piece today about um the imagine like the fake out imaginary girlfriend that we were just talking about earlier in the other sketch and how like mccullough i think it was you know was championing championing her because um again same thing that like she's part of some canadian sketch group or she has like a lot of good you know stand-up roots in canada and uh it's cool. It seems like they are making a genuine effort to include uh, up-and-comers from their scene, I'm assuming. Oh, you're talking about, uh, yeah, this woman, Julie Nolk. Nolke? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. And she was, uh, she played the the imaginary, I guess she wasn't the imaginary girlfriend, right? No, right. She's the fake-out imaginary girlfriend. Right, yes. right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The one that was told to get out of here. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> the imaginary and, uh, girlfriend's coming. Yeah, I, and then I, I, I didn't it. read the article because I hadn't seen the sketch yet. Right, um, that's yeah. fair. Um, it's a totally fair explanation. Um, I think <laughs> the end of the sketch was fun. I liked everybody's sort of semi-obvious but still funny, you know, masturbating jokes. Um, I think Foley said, I'm going to have a slow dance with my little Richard, which made me laugh. Um, he said, yeah, he hadn't had one since the Japanese hadn't, bought the company. Hadn't, that's so, right. <laughs> Um, I loved the no music. That really made me laugh. Where they had the end yes, theme, when they you know, playing the out for the credits, and but they said no music. A I can't little upset. That was weren't funny. you a little upset that you didn't get to <laughs> hear the song? Right. <laughs> That's right. A double-edged sword for Nick because his favorite thing about the show was cut short in service of a hilarious joke. Um, no, I was fine with it, but I was worried for you. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Jared, I'm 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 trying. I'm reading this this article. If it's the same person you're talking about, I don't think she was the mag- in the imaginary girlfriend. Like she has a, a role in a later episode. All right. Well, I saw a picture <laughs> of her on the thing. I, I maybe I just was wrong. Um, we can cut it out or leave it in. Whatever. Don't care. Uh, I did want to mention that McCullough uh, pronounced orgasm in a very funny way. He yes, said, he did. Uh, 
when he's saying that's my orgasm face, he said that's my orgasm face. Yeah. <laughs> there was a very was little very funny, funny cutaway to him at one point in the sketch where he's just like staring. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of got me. <laughs> me too. I, I was looking at that, Amay. I, I almost was like thinking, is he breaking sort of? Like sometimes I would I would I would try to catch a look at some of them in the other Zoom because we're you know, we have a six shot in the majority of the sketch. And I was trying to see if other people are breaking, or are they just staring patiently, or are they making faces or doing their own thing? And yeah, McCullough had a weird, like, he was trying not to break face for a lot of the sketch. Well, that's interesting. I think he was breaking, because it's just like, they probably shot yeah. this over and over and over and again. Probably, probably not, you're and right. Prob- they probably but, shot it in separate rooms, so how... Or like, not, totally, so he's probably not actually like breaking. Times, yeah. But, yeah, but, I'm sure, but it, it just... Maybe he was just trying to do something where he's like, well, I know I'm going to be a weirdo later. Maybe I'm like into all this and I'm smiling. There was some decision by him <laughs> that like I thought was there, just peculiar. He had a depth of character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. That's right. He really dug in as Oh, Lathan, I think he I usually has a depth of character. I'm, no, you know, I'm, I'm the Bruce. I, I agree. I, you know. you love me. Oh, I love, I love Bruce. Bruce too. I like you the Bruce. <laughs> um, what, should, should we move on to sketch of the ep? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. We covered this one pretty quickly, huh? Um, it's been 40, 45 minutes. But yeah, it's time for Sketch of the Yep. It's the, oh, do I have to do it clean, or can I just No, just talk keep going. Okay, Hurry Sketch down. of the Yep. It's the Sketch of the Yep. Come on down. It's the Sketch of the Yep. Thank you for dancing, Amay. <laughs> um, you changed up a little bit that time, the song. You started with It's Time. Yeah, for... I like the rhythm. All right, the rhythm let me do change. it again. <clears throat> no, no. Sketch of the yep. It's the sketch of the yep. Uh, we Come on down. The it's the sketch of the yep. Why? I'm at work. Why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> look, uh, I think this episode had a couple of pretty good ones. I would say the pretty good ones to me were the baby delivery thing and the masturbating on zoom thing. And, um, I guess, the, I guess the imaginary girlfriend, you know, w- w- was not bad too, but, uh, what do you guys think? Those seem like the three contenders. You have to choose your own sketch of the app. You can't rely on us to do it for you. Fine. Uh, my sketch of the app, uh, <laughs> look, I, I really liked this last one, but there is a part of me that is, um, a little jaded at this point when it comes to zoom sketches and maybe it's just because i want to you know this part of our lives to be over but i don't i don't i can't sketch or specifically jokes about masturbating on zoom i feel like that's pretty that too right the tubin thing is is just i I still liked it though i still thought it was funny almost yeah but i i I just kind of it seemed wasted because uh, on this sort of like to, to base it on something that happened so long ago uh, was kind of a bummer. Uh, I liked the baby delivering. I thought that had probably the best jokes in it. And uh, although probably my joke of the app would be the false start to the girlfriend troubles. I think ultimately I'm going to go with. God, this is tough. I was going to say baby delivering, but. No, no, I'm going to have to go with Imaginary Love Triangle. That's my sketch of the ep. It's got my favorite joke, and it was really clean and really good. And once you got past the premise of the you know baby delivery statistics, it kind of ran a little thin. So I'm going with the Imaginary Love Triangle. I'm, I'm going with Drop Average. Um, I liked it a lot. Hmm. 
I thought it was. I thought Dave Foley was very funny in it, and so so was so were uh, Scott and Kevin. But uh, I I just wish we had been able to see a live version of this one. Maybe we'll do it on their next live tour. If they ever do another live tour, I'd love to see that. But yeah, for me, drop average sketch of the um, app. I- all right, my sketch of the app is the imaginary girlfriend one, but I think my moment of the app was just when Scott Thompson looked through the glory hole <laughs> and what he saw there. That was a funny cue, <laughs> totally. That, uh, I really enjoyed a lot. I wish that had been the whole sketch. Yeah. <laughs> just like watching all the different things that passed by in the glory hole. I was going to say that one kind of felt a- like three mm-hmm. different sketches, right? I guess we kind of already yeah, said it. Yeah, it was it like did. broken yeah. up. Yeah, it did. What if they, uh, what if we did a little quick uh, drag of the app? Um, no, you don't we w- drag it throughout the entire podcast. You don't want to do that? Drag of the app? No, I feel like we're always nasty anyway. I don't know. Oh. It's like overkill. I don't know. I say everything nasty I have to say <laughs> about the episode during, but if you have... Oh, Amay, Amay, I'm sorry. You misunderstand me. Yeah. I don't mean insult of the app. I mean dressing up as uh, the opposite gender of yourself of the app. Oh, I see. So like a drag show moment of the Yes, app. yes, in drag. It's the drag race, in, really. Y- yes, that's right, exactly. <laughs> Kids in the hall drag race. Um So yeah, what do we think is I it feels like Mc, yeah, we have we have a few options to choose here. McDonald I think has a very funny one in the baby delivery sketch. Looks kind of very um well, I guess pregnant and tired and weathered. Um, <laughs> we have uh, the, queen, the queen. The queen, certainly. Of great uh, costume, great impression. Um, we have a few here in the uh, Zoom sketch um, with McKinney and McDonald as Nina and Mary Am. I think that's it. Um, I think that's it. And I, I kind of love the authenticity of the baby delivering one. Yeah, I like that it's kind of no frills and she's kind of looking kind of rough and uh, I don't know. I, I for some reason that clicked in with me that just felt real that 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 costume and that sketch. So I'm going with that one. Yeah, I'll say that one as well and give Nina bonus points for um, the ass. bottomless scene. stage ass. Yes. Yeah, I kind of like Kevin's character in the masturbation scene, actually. Like, seems like somebody who would be in charge in that way. Yeah. <laughs> With the turtleneck in there. I don't know. Very it felt like a real character, I'll, for sure. I'll have to come up with a theme song for Drag of the App. <laughs> Listeners, just stay tuned. Drag of the App. Drag of the App. No, <laughs> Drag of the App. I'm not kidding. If that becomes a thing, I'm no longer part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer part of this podcast. Mm. Well, we'll 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 try both. We'll we'll see how each episode does, and no, I guess we'll make a decision. I'm, I'm leaving. I'll leave. Subtract a May or add a new song. <laughs> you can do a new song if you do the same tune. I'm out. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll write a different melody. I got tons of them. Okay. All right, great. Okay. Um, well, yeah, Nick, that about it, sums right? it up, right? You got anything else to say? I think so. Okay. Amay? No. All right. I just, you know, new season. Can't wait. Ep3 coming up. Let's yeah. do this. We should try Woo! to get a guest on the, yeah. on the on the <laughs> that one. I, I, yeah, I think we, we, should. we should. Let's do it. All right. Well, until next time, keep crushing those heads. <laughs>